0: Welcome to the From Soccer to Football podcast where I, Joshua Temptition, and I, Nacho Bompadre, explore the development of the beautiful game in North America. Today's subject is a big one. Does North America have the proper infrastructure, players, and culture to host the World Cup in 2026? So today in the studio to help us answer this question is returning guest and Algonquin Wolves OCAA striker Gershom Dupuy. So uh, thanks for coming back, Gersh. Glad to be here. So I just want to start off this quick conversation by saying, how do you think Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. will do performance-wise in the next World Cup? Are we going to get humiliated like Qatar did? You know, last World Cup we only won one game, which is exactly on track of what um, could be considered just utter humiliation in the World Cup when you're hosting it. Do you guys think that we're we're going to match up and maybe do better? You know, I think
1: for sure because you know it's first World Cup. Uh, a lot of pressure, you know, and young guys were especially the ones carrying the team with Davies and uh, Jonathan David. I think getting a feel for it in their first year and still being able to compete so well with a lot of these big countries, you know, Croatia being in the finals the the world the prior World Cup, um, Belgium always just being a threat as well too. Um, you know, still to to come out in your first World Cup and have that much of a threat on them. I think definitely by next World Cup the players are going to be more experienced and they're going to be a lot more ready for it.
2: What and- about? And also, uh, they're, they're going to have way more competition in the middle. I mean, keep in mind the CONCACAF Nations League. But the biggest venue, I guess, is the one next year with the Copa America being invited uh, in the U.S. in the United States. I mean, U.S., Mexico, and Canada facing tough tough teams like uh, Argentina, Brazil, uh, Uruguay right now. It's going to be like a, a big tournament that is going to give them the experience and the preparation for for that World Cup. So in other words if we if we fail at that Copa America
0: do does that mean our World Cup charge is over does that mean that we if we don't if we can't see it well it, it
2: will it would be a disappointment uh, we're not going to it's it's we're at we're not going to be uh not going to lie but if they can make a at least a, a good quali- they can qualify to make it at least like quarter, I don't know how they're going to organize it this year in terms of like if it's going to be a round of sixteen or not, or it's straight quarterfinals or semifinals. But if they do a good first round, depending on who are they going to play with, and then if they can make it to the elimination rounds, uh, close to like semi, maybe a semifinal, I guess it will be a, a success for either for, for either Mexico or Canada or even the United States. But again, it's all going to come down to how they're going to get prepared and how. Uh, the other teams uh, the other teams are coming as well because I mean we're not we're talking about uh, the, the, t- the, the, the biggest uh, teams in South America. I mean we're talking about Argentina, recent World Cup champion and Copa America champion. We know Brazil's uh, intentions and Uruguay will usually get tougher every single game. so it's going to be a challenge, but I think it would be a great one if they they step up to their game and while, while being host in in the United States. Will Canada and the US have the proper mindset to host the World Cup
0: in 2026 you know could we get overwhelmed overwhelmed by fans like Argentina and France like for, I'll give you guys an example I just went to watch the uh, Canadian women's teams play and Christine St. Clair's uh, goodbye tour that it was an amazing experience but um, went to Montreal and the stadium the Brazil fans were louder in the Montreal Stadium, than the Team Canada fans, and I mean, they they weren't even the majority in the stadium. So it's like, yeah. will will we have that that culture? You know, both Canada and the US for teams to come over here, and we need to act like the host. Are we ready mm-hmm. to do that? Are we ready to be like, this is our home? We're going to be here, and we're going to win.
1: I I don't know. I think. Um one thing, especially with countries like Canada, America, just the immigrations and, you know, the amount of immigrants you have in the country as well, too. You're probably going to have a good portion of, you know, um, Canadian-American supporters whose parents are from other places who yeah. they might be supporting as well, too. So I didn't think about that, but that definitely might be overwhelming for them. But still, I think, um, you know, Canada playing, you know, playing a World Cup in your in your home yard for sure, I, I still think they're going to have a... a Good amount of people showing out, and you're probably going to have people from other cities and stuff like that travel as well too. So I think it'll be pretty even when it comes to to the numbers in terms of uh, depending on who, what team they play against.
0: On that subject of travel, um, how do you think that's going to affect the players coming into the World Cup? Do you think Canada might have an advantage in terms of weather conditions as well as the U.S. Because our weather can be quite sporadic, right? So we're used to having one day going from uh minus 20 to uh, maybe above zero. Um, I know we're going to experience that very soon going into a winter. Yeah. Obviously it's going to be summer at the time. Yeah. But the climate change is going to be huge because you're going to go from West to East, you know, just from Vancouver, to Toronto, then you have another big point is you're going to go from Toronto to Mexico and then finals are going to be played in the U S It's like, how's this going to affect everyone. Like, is there going to be jet lag? Because all the time zones are different already. I mean, if mm-hmm. I want to watch yeah. just a hockey game, it takes forever to, to wait. And maybe instead of watching a hockey game at 6 o'clock, I have to wait until like 10 o'clock. So how is this going to translate for the World Cup? Everything's going to be different time zones. Players are going to be traveling everywhere. Also the fans, right? If you want to go, yeah. you know, instead of staying in a luxury hotel, you know, you've got three stadiums around you. Maybe you go one day and the other. That can't happen now because you've got to travel halfway across, you know, North America, not yeah. even a country, North America. North America. Right? Yeah. How do you guys think that's going to affect the players? Uh, to be
1: honest, I think the, the the players that are probably from that region, I don't know if it'll affect them that much. You know, uh, Canada, America, and Mexico all playing within qualifiers, having to do those trips already. Um, I still think it's going to, you know, the jet lag part, depending on where they're playing, might affect them. You know, the schedule, uh, if it's going to be tight, because I know that uh, you guys had mentioned that there's going to be 48 countries yep. playing this World Cup, so I... We'll see how many games they play and stuff like that, but I think for for a lot of those new countries coming in the World Cup, the amount of traveling they're going to be doing is definitely going to be a, a shock to them, for sure.
2: Yeah, and many that are probably... There, and we're not going to be surprised if we're going to see a lot of uh, countries that are going to be playing their actual first World Cup and in terms of keeping in mind that the, it's going to be 48 teams coming from... we already, we already gotten used to 32 teams and also... Um, Plus, the, the, it, it is going to be summer and it's going to be hot, but one thing's for sure, it's not it's not going to be the same weather as it was in Qatar that a lot of people were complaining about, that uh, they had to change everything from playing instead of June and November. But uh, yeah, the, the biggest concern, I guess, for the players and even for the fans is going to be yeah, the amount of money that they're going to spend going from one place to another and, and we're taught and yet especially in the united states i mean cuz you're going from imagine going from washington dc to los angeles and then going back to houston and and not and the weather's completely different every single place i mean it's I'm i'm and then the amount of money that you're gonna spend on tickets and everything and 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 t- and not only for the games but for for flying as well so that's gonna be my biggest concern for the fan not the player <laughs> but <laughs> that's
0: my problem. and i know I know how, which you mean I can't even afford to go yeah in Calgary in my own country great Oh, look at us I mean <laughs> we're, st- we're still making minimum wage <laughs> oh boy yeah. times are we're, tough it um, is. Really use that 200 million dollars that Ronaldo got, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so then going on, um, do you guys think that Canada and the U.S., US and even Mexico nowadays, because they're not as strong as they, they, no. they have been, do you guys think that we have that youth academy to be able to provide new players for the 2026 World Cup that will be f- sufficient enough? Because I mean, Gersh, you know, and I I guess I know as well, because we've both been youth systems you know playing an academy in canada is two thousand dollars you know most of our players are um, based on immigration like we would, if it wasn't for immigration we wouldn't have alfonso davies we wouldn't have uh the goalkeeper we wouldn't have uh jonathan david either you know it, it's expensive to play soccer in in canada and the us so does that need to change before the next world cup if we're going to have proper youth players
1: yeah for sure i think uh the U.S. have been doing it a lot better than these other teams recently. You know, last World Cup, I think their average age was like twenty-four. Yeah, you know, getting uh, Tyler Johnson, Christian Pulisic, uh, Tim Weah, like just a bunch of young players and getting a young core, just trying to change the the culture around the way that their team functions. Um, I think Canada has definitely been um, a bit slower when it comes yeah. to to investing and developing their their country and academies. I think CPL is is recently that they've put more investment and even then you still see new teams being added Um, hopefully like I think there's still like three years before the World Cup happens so hopefully the league can develop to a point like younger players are getting seen more Um, but I think it's just one of those that only time will tell
0: and the last thing is that before we go into the World Cup before all Canada US and Mexico go into the World Cup what are the biggest points that we need to address this can be fan base wise do we need to be louder more united get Mm -hmm. some chants going Or even the organizations such as Team Canada, who prior to the Women's World Cup decided to pull back training sessions just before the World Cup. And this is what happened to the women. And the question is, is this going to be just sexism or is it going to be a fundamental displacement of money that wasn't properly invested? Are we going to be
2: short on funds to provide training for our own players? Uh, I think it's a mixture of both, I guess. I mean, it's a little bit of sexism, I guess. And it turns out that it's going to be something like that. It's uh, going to be a, a disadvantage because in a way, everybody loses. I mean, you look at the results right now. You've seen how the women's World Cup's performance in the last World Cup, it hasn't been the best. And they were coming from better performances in previous World Cups. I mean, I remember that. And even in other tournaments, I remember the the gold medal that they won in Tokyo and out of nowhere, they got gotten eliminated in the first round. It's like, it's a big shocker. And yet you hear, hear about all these uh, extra uh, footballistic uh, issues that are going on right now in the organization. And it just, it's clear that it's a little bit of things that are not being handled properly, unfortunately.
1: I think uh, mindset as well, too. Like, I remember one thing was like after Canada, last World Cup, had lost to Belgium. Uh, they 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 sounded a bit you know proud of being even in competition with belgium yeah i think it's one of those that in terms of mindset they have to really believe that they deserve to be there that they can yeah. be any team and not just hang in the race with them but really take the game to the next level cuz um you know if you qualify for the world cup you deserve to be there and you have a run just like anybody else yeah. i think last world cup uh, we were they were a bit you know glad to just be there more than um than trying to to beat these teams, yeah, and yeah, I think they were they they sounded a bit more satisfied with just mm-hmm. being in competition with them. So I think if they could change that point, you know, there's a lot of good players on their team and roster. So I think if mm-hmm. they can, you know, find depth, find uh, their ability, and really see that they could beat any team that they play, I think it's definitely still going to be a, a pretty good World Cup for them.
0: I completely agree. Well, that's all the time we have for today, Gersh. Thanks again for coming for another episode. Uh, it's really appreciated. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to today's episode with special guest Gershram Duji.
2: If you like this episode, please make sure to subscribe and follow us on all of our social media and stay tuned for the upcoming episodes.
0: Stay tuned for next week as we continue to explore the development of soccer in North America. You can listen to the From Soccer to Football podcast on all your streaming platforms i'm joshua temptation
2: and i'm ignacio bombadre
0: and this has been from soccer to football